This is Dr. Holly Lucille's Mindful Medicine. Here's Dr. Holly Lucille. Hi there, mindful listeners. Thank you once again so much for spending part of your day with us. You know, on the show, you listen to it, uh, gosh, I would have to say, if you're on the internet at all, if you um, are uh, not living under a rock, these days, everybody's trying to heal from something. Um, and I have I have to attest. I mean, I have a private practice as a naturopathic doctor. I have people coming in all the time that are looking for answers and wanting to heal. But as you well know, too, there's so many things out there right now to help us be better, do better um, when it comes to our own healthcare desires. Uh, healing is something that I think is on everybody's top list. And there are summits and webinars and uh, posts and tweets, and we could go on and on and on. Um, but I have a guest today that's going to talk about wholehearted healing. And if you ask me, if your heart's not in it, um, then sometimes we can fall short. So I want to introduce Dr. Brenda Walding. She's a holistic wellness and empowerment coach and specializes in supporting and empowering women to truly, and I'm just going to emphasize that word, truly heal and thrive. A um, lot going on out there, a lot going on inside of us. She is the author of Sick of Being Sick, The Women's Holistic Guide to Conquering Chronic Illness, and is also a doctor of physical therapy. So Brenda, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Holly. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, not a light subject, is it? No, no, it's not, and one I know quite well. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. and, and you're, you know, you're in the category of some of my favorite guests because when, you know, when the information comes because you have felt it in the bones, because you have lived it, it usually is something that just you have to share. So yeah, tell, tell the listeners about your over a decade long unconventional healing journey through, I mean, chronic illnesses, uh, chronic fatigue, autoimmune issues, which are on the rise, infections and breast cancer. And, and you sound not that we've met, but sound fairly young. So that's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. Yes, I, um, you know, I'll, I'll share this. You know, I was seemingly, my, my, I'll share like a brief, brief overview here. But yeah, I mean, I was fairly vibrant and healthy most of my life, a Division One athlete uh, in mm. college. And then, yeah, in my late 20s, after I graduated from physical therapy school, my health just started to plummet. And, you know, I was in, like I said, in my late 20s, so fairly young, and I went from, you know, high-level athlete to hardly being able to get up the stairs, losing my hair, rashes covering my entire body for two and a half years. Wow, so scary. Yeah, just, it is. And, you know, and doctors, you know, can't really provide, at the time, doctors really couldn't provide any answers for me. My blood work looked normal. Mm. And I was obviously not normal. Things were not normal, uh, right. and I just kept. I would say you're. I would say, and I, I hate to interrupt you, but I would say the limited blood work that they ran looked normal. Exactly. Yeah. And then you okay. know, I even went to the specialist. I was seeing you know infections, disease doctors that people were flying out of you know out of state to come see, and you know they were you know diagnosing me with various infections and but really couldn't get to the bottom of it. You know, I was taking uh, medications and doing the creams and just not getting any better. Um, mm. And so I actually developed a systemic infection that they were thinking could be fatal. Uh, I had possible lesions in my mouth and throat, couldn't eat, could hardly drink, 
had to go on disability and you know before I was 30 years old so that was a pretty intense time for me and I just happened to come across an article in the well-being journal talking about natural solutions to drug-resistant infections and I took this wild Mediterranean oregano oil because I didn't I thought what the heck and it knocked out yeah it knocked out this infection and within three days you know it was gone and I had relief from the rashes first time in years and it took me down a path of natural healing and really opened up my eyes and my heart to a different way Um, wow so that's a lot now let me ask you so um okay so division one what what did you play Soccer. Soccer. All right. Soccer at TCU, Texas Christian University. All right. And so that is a lot. So what did you learn from all of this? I mean, mean, obviously, you've gone through the conventional system. And and let's be honest, you know, there's all systems of medicine and all of them have their place and everything is valuable in its time and place. But um, weren't getting answers. Everybody was checking the box. you, you know, had a what life defining moment, I think Dr. Phil says where, you know, you're just looking at this magazine and you see this one little article and you go from there. But how did this inform you? Yeah, well, as you can imagine, you know, this small little bottle of natural plant, you know, medicine, this essential oil, you know, but cost 20 bucks, you know, knocked out a, a, a very serious life threatening infection. And so that sure. really was my portal into, you know, I started diving into nutrition and to changing my lifestyle habits, slowing down, you know, um, changing the way that I, um, ate, moved, slept. And so that was really powerful. I dove into functional nutrition and started to get all of these certifications with the focus of, you know, an athlete of, I will heal myself. I will figure this out. And, you know, which was helpful and beneficial and, you know, eight years into that, I was really just not really living, to be honest. I was just trying so hard to heal myself. And then I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm. So that was just, as you can imagine, like I had come so far, I got rid of the rashes. I went back to work. I was strong again. I was getting ready to hopefully start a family because that was my dream. And I found a lump in my breast and it really just dropped me to my knees and I had sure. to step back and go, what am I not getting? Like, what am I missing here? Wow. So, yeah, because, you know, the title yeah. of our show is The Nine Essentials to Wholehearted Healing. And so you were doing a lot, diet, lifestyle, um, more natural interventions, and then this big di- diagnosis of breast cancer. So what is the importance of holistic and heart-centered approach when it comes to healing and thriving? Yeah, and that's really what the gift of cancer was to me, uh, is really taking a step back. You know, that whole thing, you can't keep doing the same thing and expect a different result. So I really <laughs> took a step back and said, what am I What am I not getting here? I've been doing all the right things, eating all the right things, doing all, you know, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars and all of my time into healing, and here I have a cancer diagnosis. And in the middle of the night, you know, weeping in the dark by myself, asking God, what am I going to do? And I heard this voice say, if you're going to survive, you're going to have to learn to listen to your heart. And I thought, oh gosh, I don't know how to do that. What does that even Mm. look like? So, you know, I was so stuck in my head, so cerebral, so much of a, you know, analytical, logical uh, person and really, you know, made a commitment at that point. You know, I knew conventional 
chemotherapy and radiation wasn't going to be my path, but I didn't know what that looked like. And so I committed in that moment to learn to listen to my heart. And I realized I felt that, you know, holistic, true holistic healing was looking um, not only at the physical and the mental, but the emotional and the spiritual. And I knew that I needed to dive deeper into those arenas. And that's where my heart has led me. And my life has totally changed. Uh, it's been the, cancer has been the biggest gift because as I learned to really listen to my heart, I really began to wake up to who I really was and to love myself and to create this life that I love. And it's been quite a journey. And, you know, this, that's why I call it this wholehearted, you know, holistic heart-centered approach to healing and living your best life because I feel like that's what the way that we were meant to live and do this whole life thing is really taking into account the fullness of who we are and uh, yeah. really live from our heart. Well, you know, I think it's beautiful and I have to say I see it all the time. I, um, you know, I, I think it's just by the consumer demographic. Um, most people that come into my office, I have to say I have a healthy population of men, um, but most of my, my patients are women and I live in Los Angeles. It's a big town. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of stimulation and people are, are extremely busy. And I see, you know, people come into my office, uh, cash pace, you know, cash practice, right? So they're definitely, they're they're not using their insurance. They want something different. And I see them checking yeah. all of the boxes, but this, this one is the hardest. And I just want to read the dedication in your book. It says, to all the women... To all the beautiful women of the world who have ever struggled and suffered as a result of chronic illness, may this book lead you back to your heart and remind you of the power you hold within you to heal. So pretty important and uh, profound stuff. Yes, I'm glad that you read that because that was to the transition, you know, after the cancer diagnosis was but eight years prior, I was really seeking outside of myself to find the right doctor, the right pill, the right diet, the right supplement, the magic potion. Even though I was going a more natural approach, I still didn't really honor and believe that I had within me the power to heal. And so my shift really began to go inward to my own heart and to listen and to be guided from that place. And, you know, it's been and it, it continues to be a journey. But, yeah, it's really powerful to begin to really honor that we all have that ability to deal with it. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that you say that I was having a conversation with a colleague of mine um, just the other day and she and her spouse were having some issues. And I was just asking, like, are you talking through it or, you know, you're having this space? And she said, you know, we both need to do some of our our personal work. And she said, mostly me. And I said, and I, I actually said, you know, well, that's pretty much a lifetime, you know, a lifetime sense. You know, it's just something that never goes away. We're always excavating and learning and growing. You know, it, I, I always think about new relationships or, you know, when I get into maybe consulting with a new business, it takes a long time to get to know people, um, you know, what the dynamics are. But it, gosh, it takes a lifetime to get to know ourselves because we're always healing. We're always growing. More layers are being peeled off. And so, I hear that a medicine man actually helped you understand the true meaning of quote unquote healing, because certainly if you were sort of a person on the street just saying, hey, what does healing mean to you? What does healing mean to you? What does healing mean to you? You're going to get a variety of answers. But what to you is healing? Yeah, I'll share that story briefly. So I feel this is profound. Uh, it was a really profound shift for me. And 
So, you know, and as you can imagine, when you're dealing with cancer, you bump up against your mortality. You're like, okay, is, am I about to, I could potentially die. And you realize, man, I'm yeah. afraid to die. But then when I dove deeper into that, I was like, I'm afraid to die. I haven't fully lived. I'm only in my 30s and I have been living my life for other people. And I was really questioning all of these things. And I'm like, what does it really mean to heal? And so as I'm in all those really deep questions, you know, um, I had a healer friend who's a, a doctor of oriental medicine. He said, you have to meet this man I met in Peru. He has a cancer healing center in the Amazon jungle. And I thought, you know, here I am listening to my heart and I'm like, okay, I need to talk to this guy. So I get on the phone with him and, you know, so kindly took my call and, he, you know, I said, can you heal me? Can you heal me with, uh, with what you know, what you do? And he just sat there really quiet. And he said, well, I will tell you two stories. And I was like, oh, okay. And he said, well, the first story is about a woman who came to my clinic and we did, you know, the deep mental, emotional, spiritual work, cleansing work. And she had several tumors in her breast. She had breast cancer. And she, you know, did all this incredible work. And then she went back to the States and did her scans and all the tumors were gone and she was healed. And I thought, oh, wow, that's amazing. You know, I was intrigued at that moment. I was like, okay, this is great. And then, you know, the next, he said, then there was another woman who came and she had stage four cancer of some kind. And she was coming alone, very debilitated, very resentful, very bitter, very isolated when she got there. And she was obviously in a lot of deep pain internally. She mm. started to do the program. She started to do the work. She was estranged from her husband, estranged from her family. And she said, you know, she started to lighten. She started to smile. She started to connect. And over time, her husband came down. She reunited with her husband and her family. And her body deteriorated. But she passed away in the arms of her husband, surrounded by her family, in complete total acceptance and peace. And she was healed. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, wow. And I just got tears in my eyes because I yeah. realized, like, we're not, we, we're not all going, no one's going to leave this point, and we're all going to die at some point, right? And so really, what is healing? Is it removing all the symptoms and living forever? Like, that's not going to happen. So what is healing? And it's this idea of re restoring or, or returning to this uh, wholeness, really, is what it means. And so hmm. really embracing wholeness and being well in our soul for however long that we have and fully living. Um, so it just really shifted my perspective yeah. versus I yeah. got to get rid of this, this disease. I got to get rid of these symptoms because that there's it's so much more healing. I have so to become more. whole. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. is this all that, is this what stimulated you writing the book sick of being sick? And like, I want to get into it. Let's talk, let's start talking about then the, your sort of nine wholehearted healing essentials from this book. Yeah, so the book another was another nudge from from God, from spirit, from my heart within of that it was part of my healing my healing journey to write this book right. and to create a holistic healing roadmap for other women because it's not just about the physical healing. It's not just you know um, about nutrition and lifestyle and what are the things that helped me heal. And in my research, who are these people that are overcoming, uh, you know, catastrophic illness and not only overcoming, but thriving? And so I looked at those people. What are they all doing? What, is, what do they all have in common? And that's where the nine essentials come from. So 
Would you like me to just share them? Yeah, let's talk about it. Like number one, taking responsibility for your health. Yes. So number one, taking responsibility for your health. And, you know, really I find that that is, that that is so important. And also being a health, you know, professional, you know, for over a decade too, I see this a lot of time where we just get stuck in victimhood. Um, And, you know, the first thing we, we often look for doctors and other people to give us the answers. So first things first is we really have to own own our own health, own our own life, and take responsibility for everything that's happened up until this point, which creates an opening for possibility and for us to create something new and different. So that's first. And then essential number two is creating a vision, Uh, creating a vision for your health, for your life. And what I mean by that is really tapping into the power of imagination and, you know, the power of thinking and feeling states to really begin to alter um, our reality. I had, I didn't know I was tapping in. So this is, you know, backed up now by quantum physics and and so much is is happening in the realm of science around um, elevated, you know, emotional states and intention, but really activating our imagination, thinking and feeling what that would feel like to experience that which we desire as if it's already happening because our subconscious doesn't know the difference. And so it can be so powerful on the level of our DNA to really begin to feel into that which we want to experience. And so I talk a lot about aligning thought, word, um, hmm. and feeling with that which you want to experience. Yeah, and it sounds like you're just I trying think. to help people slow down a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You'd be really surprised, or maybe you probably wouldn't be surprised, but how many <laughs> even, you know, with my clients, I you know I asked them like, what do you desire? What is it that you want to? What's your dream? And they they don't even they don't even know because they haven't even slowed down to really you know feel into that or or really know think that it's even possible to change from from the current reality that they're experiencing experiencing. And so I feel like it's so important that you know we take some time to really like what are you because we're constantly co-creating this reality it's like what is it that you want to create what is it that you dream of and so that was really powerful in my own healing journey of really when I was lying in bed covered in ice pack rashes all over my body my husband said what was your dream and what do you want and I just wanted to kick him in the face and be like get out of here I'm (laughs) triple it's like no listen to me and so he would invite me into this I had this whole scenario of being on the beach in this bikini with clear skin soaking up the sun running around like I used to with my husband and I would go into that every day and feel into that every day and I didn't know that that was you know that was something that was probably the thing that really got me out of the darkest times and then eventually you know experienced that reality two years later on the beaches of Costa Rica so I've really nice. been doing this for many years. Yeah, it's a powerful thing. So, so let's pull three um, and four together. Thoughts and feelings for number three yeah. and then number four. Feel your feelings. Boy, if I have stumbled ac- across something that is difficult for people to do, and it to me is still a mystery because I think I have a problem sometimes too, feeling feelings. You think, oh, no, that's easy when you say it really fast. But uh-uh. when you get right down to it, I think people avoid this a lot. Oh, you're so right on on that. I think that's probably with with my clients and even my own journey. It's like that's probably been one of the 
overlooked piece is that is that emotional piece because we're not taught emotional intelligence. We're not taught how to feel our feelings or how to process our feelings. And you know, as you probably realize, you know, our emotions have a real impact on our physiology. And when we, they're meant to be, it's energy in motion. It's what it's the definition of emotion. And when we don't move that energy, it gets you know stagnant and stuck in our body and creates disharmony and dis-ease. Um, over time, and so that's such an important piece is really learning how to feel your feelings as well as, you know, heal old wounds, emotional wounds, and really learn how to process that energy. Having an emotional toolkit can teach a lot of those tools and strategies, so I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it sounds like through all of these different principles from your book, um, Wholehearted Healing Essentials from Sick of Being Sick, you are pulling people into their own consciousness, it seems like, you know, I mean, just to being more aware, like having more of an intrinsic uh, locus of control, if you would. Um, so number five, live to thrive. Yes. Yeah, so these are just the key lifestyle habits that I found were were, were really important in, you know, anyone living their best life. And, and a lot of these, you know, are simple and have been heard. These are like quality sleep you know, um, movement, uh, getting sunshine, being in nature, play, laughter. So many of these things, these lifestyle habits that we can cultivate, you know, so simple, but you'd be surprised at how many people overlook those things. Yeah, well, no, or, or you know, it's it's somewhat of a weekend retreat or it's, it's just not something that is a daily daily need. And your next one, eat, drink, and detox. I'm very interested in this one because as I've seen, especially with our increasingly sort of toxic environment, um, daily detox is important. Uh, like there's going to be detox and retox almost every day. Detox, hopefully if we can get a hold of it, but yeah, talk to me about eat, drink, and detox. Yeah. So that's just the, you know, bringing into that nutrition piece, which, you know, I think most people are aware of what we eat is important quality of food that we eat, not just what we eat, um, but how well we can digest and absorb and assimilate our food. So I can go into that a bit. And, you know, just again, just the focus on eating whole, rich, nutrient-dense food, getting rid of processed foods. Um, And then, you know, the quality of our drinking water and hydration. And then, you know, like you mentioned, you know, detox strategies on a daily basis because, you know, in, in my research, when we're talking about chronic illness, I think it was Dr. Pizzorno um, of Toxin Solution, you know, was saying that, you know, it's the, it's the toxicity that is underneath the number one thing behind chronic illness. So, you know, we really are exposed to so many toxic, you know, chemicals in our food, water, home environment, personal care products, you know, EMF. There's so many different things. And so what are some yeah. daily things that can be done, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, Dr. Joe Pizzorno, he was a guest on the show with the Toxin Solution drop last year, 2018, in February. Very, very good book. Uh, Enlightening. I mean, you know, when you know better, you do better. And, um, you know, we hope. But um, I, even when he's talking about, all right, let's say you go to the very expensive, you know, natural grocery store and you're getting your organic broccoli and you're getting your organic leeks and you're getting all, and then, but what do you take them home in? You take them home usually in plastic bags that they have right on the roll there. And it was like just reading his book and talking to him throughout the years, it was just like another level. So as soon, like, it's like, I've, you know, I've kind of, I have paper 
bags that I now use uh, for all of my produce. You know, it's just like these little things that you can, I mean, you have to do whatever you can to decrease exposure because there are so many things that we really just don't have control over. So the little things that we can take control over, I mean, it all makes a difference, right? Yeah, exactly. Like minimizing exposure and then also, yeah. you know, like daily strategies, things like rebounding and, you know, um, obviously exercise. And I mean, I go into, you know, some things that I do like saunas and, 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 oh, yeah. and just different things that I employ <laughs> to, to clear out toxins. And it depends on where you're at in your healing journey and what might be appropriate, but there's things yeah. like dry skin brushing and juicing and things that simple things that we can do to clear out toxins on a daily basis. And that's just, and you know, I, and I know that we're on this particular essential, but it's also, you know, our toxic emotions and our toxic thoughts and, our toxic relationships and really looking at clearing toxicity across the board um, holistically to really heal. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I think um, we're going to lump in seven, eight and nine here, connection and relationship, love yourself and trust and surrender. Because I think as we were talking about detox, journaling is, is, you know, is, I have a friend that, um, every time she gets in a bind, I'm like, have you been journaling lately? And she's like, "Mm." and I'm like, I remind her, you do so good when you continually on a regular basis whether you need it or not journal and she's like I know and so she goes back at it and all of the angst and all of the pressure and all of the you know conflicts that were perceived that were going on in these external relationships all of a sudden she works out because she has this deeper connection with herself because she's writing things down so talk to me about seven eight and nine in our next in our last couple minutes awesome yeah, these are some of my favorite. Um, so connection, this is huge. And this is something I wasn't really in my awareness before cancer. And, you know, I love, you know, Brene Brown is really, you know, uh, relevant right now. She just came out with a Netflix special. But her definition of authentic connection, where, you know, where we give and receive the energy that exists between people when we, you know, can give and receive without judgment and where we feel seen, heard, and valued, and where we derive strength and sustenance from the relationship. And when you really feel into that, most people, unfortunately, do not feel authentically connected. And, you know, loneliness, there's so much loneliness, and we know now with research that loneliness is up there with risk factors for premature death, just like obesity, just like smoking several cigarettes a day. That is how important authentic connection because we are hardwired social species. So connection is so important. So I talk a lot about, you know, how do we cultivate for me, for women, sisterhood is one of the most powerful healing sources on the planet. How can we really cultivate connection in our lives? And then number eight, you know, love yourself. So underneath, if if I could sum it up, you know, there's lots of these different things, but, you know, to heal and really thrive is really learning to love yourself and love your life. Really fall, like, a lo- like if diagnosed with a chronic health issue, look at this as a divine opportunity to fall deeper in love with who you are and loving your life, because that really was is what is underneath all of this healing path, is really coming home to your heart and coming home and yeah. loving yourself. Yeah. And number nine is trust and surrender, which I found to be the most challenging and what I continue to to um, <laughs> continue to journey with is really learning to trust trust my heart trust and listen and to guide me because you know like instead of reaching outside for all the answers but trusting my body to heal trusting I'm guided and my highest good will unfold and learning to surrender to that higher power within me 
to guide me. And so yeah. that is, again, a continual daily practice of surrender yeah. and trust. And, you know, but that is well, common accord for people that are healing and living amazing lives. They're trusting and surrendering. Brenda, yes, con- yes, thank you. Yes, 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 yes. Congratulations on all of your own personal work and your healing and then the fact that you can um, summarize it and put it out and share. And I feel like Oprah right now because I'm, I'm talking to all of my listeners. You get a book and you get a book and you get a book and you get a book because guess what? You can download a free copy of Brenda's book, Sick of Being Sick, at sickofbeingsickbook.com. So make sure you go there. It's beautiful. It's laid out so lovingly. It is comprehensive. It's got the nine wholehearted healing essentials. Um, So once again, sickofbeingsickbook.com. You can find out more about Brenda at brendawalding.com. That's B-R-E-N-D-A-W-A-L-D-I-N-G.com. And once again... Thanks so much for all of your work and the fact that you have a generous spirit and you can share it. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, if you want to download the book, just make sure you put www.sickofbeingsickbook.com. Yes. So go ahead and put that at the beginning. The wild, wild west. I mean, the wild world, worldwide web, I think it's called. (laughs) But yes, www.sickofbeingsickbook.com. All right. Well, listen, mindful listeners, uh, all about using your mind and your heart here in healing, the nine wholehearted healing essentials um, from the book Sick of Being Sick. Brenda Walding, Dr. Walding, thank you so much for being here. And folks, we'll see you next time.